Welcome to the... Sorry, sorry. Realize we had that in still. Welcome to the stream and welcome to Team Trading with Tom. I hope everybody is doing well and today I'm excited to talk about one of my favorite things and that is rugby. That is rugby. I absolutely love the sport. Now, we're going to be doing a little introduction today. It's quite a complicated sport, so we won't get too into detail, but hopefully I can give you lots of interesting information and hopefully you can go give it a go if you haven't already. So, welcome in. A little introduction to get us started. Has anybody, though, has anybody played rugby before or heard of rugby? Let me know in the chat and welcome everybody into the stream. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning from Spain. Hello. Welcome, you lovely people. I hope everybody is doing well. I've got my England rugby top on today, and we're going to go talking about the origins of rugby, where it came from, and that is, uh, of course, England, supposedly. Um, so here we go with our rugby introduction. That image tells a story as well, what sort of rugby entails what it's all about about getting uh, your hands dirty getting messy and um, having having fun um so i played rugby since i was six years old um, i don't need to tell you how old i am now but i have been playing basically the whole of my life um, and i still play to this day i coach rugby to children between the ages of five and 18 and i absolutely love the sport there of course so it's a pleasure to give you all an introduction to rugby so let's get started. In 1823, William Webb Ellis, a pupil, a student at rugby school in Warwickshire, supposedly invented the game when he picked up a football and ran towards the opposition goal with it. Although there is very little evidence to suggest or to support this theory, the Rugby World Cup trophy is now named after William Webb Ellis. Now there are two different types of rugby. There's rugby league and rugby union and they have different amounts of players in the team and slightly different rules. But today we'll be talking about the version that I play and the version that I love and that supposedly William Webb Ellis invented and that's rugby union. It is a game played by two teams of 15 players with an oval shaped ball one like this one like this each team consists of seven backs and eight forwards and they have specific roles on the rugby pitch which means they're different heights shapes and sizes making rugby a game for everybody we won't get too much caught up on these specific details of the roles but if you do want to find out more about rugby feel free to ask me in the chat and of course, heaven, it is massively popular in New Zealand. New Zealand are the best team, unarguably the best team there's been uh, in the world. Consistently, New Zealand are the best. And that's hard to say um, as a rugby lover and as an Englishman, but it's true. New Zealand are incredible at rugby. So we've gone over a few bits of information there in our introduction. I want to know in what year was rugby supposedly invented? In what year was rugby supposedly invented? 
Was it 1723, 1823, or 1923? We've just gone through this. Hopefully, lots of you are going to get it right. William Webb Ellis picked up the ball at rugby school in Warwickshire and ran towards the opposing goal with it. And when was that? Was that 1723? 1823 or 1923? I have to say, most of you are getting it right, which is great to see. And the answer is 1823. So if you have gone for that, congratulations uh, to you. Now, what is the aim of the game? What are we supposed to do in rugby? What are we supposed to do in rugby? And here's a picture of actually myself here. Um, playing for rugby club Leipzig, the team that I still play for today. There's a little picture of me. Um, the aim of the game... Oh, we've got another question before we get on to that. Beg my pardon. Before you get to see the nice little picture of me, how many players are on a rugby union team? And we did go through this as well. How many players are on a rugby union team? I've created some suspense now for this picture of me. You're about to see. But I want to know first, how many players are on a rugby union team? Now, most of you are getting it, getting it on it or quite close. We did talk about this. We did talk about this. I said, it is a game played by two teams of 15 players with an oval-shaped ball. Lots of you have gone for 11, which is, of course, football and not rugby. But a few of you are getting it right, so not to worry. It is 15 players on a rugby team. 15 players. Okay, so now, the picture we've been uh, waiting for. Here it is. Me running away from a slightly heavier uh, player. Uh, I can't remember. Did I score? Did I? I don't know. I don't know. But this is a nice little picture of me for you. Um, the aim of the game in rugby is to score points against the opposite team. Like in most sports, we have to score points against the opposite team. We can do this through tries, conversion kicks, penalty kicks, and drop goals. A game of rugby takes 80 minutes. It lasts 80 minutes. Unlike football, time is not added on for injuries or stoppages. Instead, the referee stops his watch. The referee actually stops his watch if somebody's injured or somebody goes off or if there's other interruptions in the play. The, the watch is stopped. Uh, the team with the ball must move forward up the field in phases of play. And the ball, and this is very important, very important. The ball can never be passed forwards, but players can run forwards with the ball or kick the ball forwards to attempt to gain territory. The opposing team needs to stop the attacking team by tackling them and trying to steal the ball. Okay, tackling and trying to steal the ball is the aim of the game. And of course, getting from one side to the other so that you can score a try and get points. So, questions for you. How many minutes does a game of rugby union last? 
How many minutes does a game of Rugby Union last? Let's see how many have been listening. Hopefully we can get this right. Don't worry if not. Is it 60, 70, 80 or 90? There's a lot of you going in for 60, um, but I'm happy to say the majority of you are getting this right. Well done if you have. If you haven't, don't worry. I will remind you that rugby lasts for 80 minutes. There's two halves of 40 minutes in rugby. So a game of rugby lasts for 80 minutes. Well done if you did get that right. If not, not to worry. Remember, 80 minutes, two halves of 40. Okay, moving on to another question. Now I said this is very important to remember. Hopefully we did. If not, again, not to worry. We will recap on all of this so we all know. In which direction, in which direction are you not, are you not allowed to pass a rugby ball? Sideways, forwards, or backwards? Which direction are you not allowed to pass a rugby ball? You guys, you guys are doing really, really well here. Hey, Stephanie, welcome in. Welcome in, Aldrich from Brittany. Hello, um, Schwan, welcome in. So in which direction are you not allowed to pass a rugby ball? The answer, of course, is forwards. You're not allowed to pass the ball forwards. And this is very, very hard to maybe, for new people coming into the game, I teach rugby here in Germany, and they don't understand that you're not allowed to pass forwards. They can't understand, how do you get to the other side without passing it forwards? That's the thing in rugby, you have to physically, I get my ball, you have to physically get the ball and run with it forwards. You're not allowed to pass with it forwards. Therefore, it's a really important team sport that you support each other and you can pass sideways or you can pass backwards for them to then run onto the ball to make meters if they have space. You're not allowed in rugby to pass the ball forwards. That would result in a um, free kick or a penalty or a scrum. Forwards was the correct answer. Moving on to the rugby pitch, and if you can see my picture, my graphic for you, um, that might be quite helpful to imagine what the pitch is like and to see this beautiful goalpost that we have here, which will be part of a question. So make sure you take it all in, all the information. Now a rugby, uh, a competitive, I should say, a competitive rugby union match is played on a large rectangular grassy field or artificial turf. The length of the pitch must be 100 metres long between the two try lines. Try line is where you want to score. We'll get onto how you score in a minute. But it's 100 metres between two try lines uh, and the width of the pitch should be approximately 70 metres. So what you can see in the image is, hello from Madrid, welcome in Rubenzo. Um, what you can see in the image is the rugby posts and they're H-shaped um, Goalposts, basically they're like a, a bit narrower than a football goalpost, but they have these big, long, extended arms on them, so they're the shape of a H 
in the alphabet, a shape of a H. Uh, and they are placed at the end of the pitch on both sides on the try line. So these consist of a post and uh, a crossbar. A crossbar and a big long post creating this H shape. So now we get on to the questions and this should hopefully uh, be straightforward for you as we've just mentioned it. Rugby posts are the same shape as which letter in the English alphabet? Is it A, A, B, H, C, W or D, Y? Hopefully we are seeing full marks from you guys here. Yes, this is what we like to see. Everybody getting it right. It is, of course, we'll let a couple more people uh, get their answers in, but it is, of course, H. Rugby posts are a H shape with a crossbar here and big, long arms uh, for posts. Lots and lots of you getting that right. That is great to see. Moving on then to scoring. So we have mentioned um, scoring, you need to score a try. But how does that work exactly? Now this is a picture of me when I was, I think 18 years old, so quite quite a while ago uh, now. Um, me attempting to score a try, it's not the best um, picture of it, because in order to score a try, you need to place the ball on the ground, on the try line or after it, before the dead ball zone, the dead ball area. Kind of like in American football, you know? Uh, on the line or after it, but you have to place it. You can't just throw it down or have control of it. You have to use force and place it on the ground. So if a try is scored, the attacking side will have grounded the ball under control, either on the try line, so on the line counts, or in the in goal area. A try is awarded five points. So five points if you score a try, and you have an additional chance to get two points with a conversion. If the referee awards a team a penalty, they're allowed to kick for the posts for three points. The big H-shaped posts we spoke about, if you get a penalty, if a team does something that's against the rules and the referee gives a penalty, then you're allowed to kick for the posts and try to get three points. A successful kick will go in between the big posts in between the big posts. So, uh, and finally, there's one other way you can score points in rugby, but it's not very common. It's quite difficult. You need to drop the ball out of your hand for it to bounce firstly on the floor and then strike it. Like a half volley in football. The ball hits the ground, pops up and you hit the ball and that should go through the post for another three points. So, the team at the end of 80 minutes with the most points will be declared the winners. However, in the event that both teams have the same score, a draw will be the result. A draw will be the result. So, quiz questions for you now. How many points do you get for scoring a try? How many points do you get for scoring a try? Is it one, three, five, or seven? One, three, five, or seven?
If you successfully convert, so you have a kick at goal after scoring a try, if you successfully make this and score your try, of course, then you have seven points and a conversion is worth two points. So how many points do you get for scoring a try? Remember we said a penalty and a drop goal, they both give three points. But scoring a try, and a few of you have got this right, scoring a try is five points. We get five points for scoring a try with a chance to get an additional two points if we successfully, if our kicker successfully kicks it through the posts. So how is the winning team decided? How is the winning team decided? Is it A, an arm wrestle? B, a coin toss? C, team with the least points? Or D, team with the most points? How is the winning team decided? Hopefully we can get this one. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys can. There are some obviously funny answers in here that hopefully you realize aren't uh, the right ones, but there is two that could possibly be, if you're listening, and lots of you, nobody's got this um, really wrong. Of course, it's team with the most points. 99% of you getting this right, absolutely well done. Of course, the team with the most points, like in many, many, um, many, many sports, the team with the most points wins in rugby. Moving on to the last section of our introduction to rugby. We're not gonna to get too complicated, of course, today. Um, I wanna know in the chat if you like the sound of rugby. Is it something you've played before if you're just joining the stream? Have you played it? Have you heard about it before? Does it sound interesting? What don't you like about it? Feel free to put that in the chat and I'm happy to talk to you about it after the stream. But for the last section, we're gonna talk about equipment and safety slash injury. So in rugby, we don't have too much equipment. We don't have too much equipment at all. Um, not like American football where they have big pads and a helmet uh, and everything. In rugby, we have a gum shield. And for me, that's all I wear. I just have this gum shield to protect my teeth. And that's obviously very important to protect your teeth. Um, however, some people do wear a scrum cap, which is kind of, it goes like over your head like this. It's very thin. It's not like a helmet. Um, it's strong material and it's to protect your ears. It's called cauliflower ears. When the people in the scrum, and as I said, we won't get too complicated today. With a later stream about rugby, I'll get into detail, but people wear a hat to make sure their ears don't get a weird shape in rugby. So rugby is a strange sport, um, but not everybody's in the scrum, so not everybody needs to worry about this. Now, of course, it's a contact sport. People are tackling each other and using as much force as they can within the rules of the game, which means tackling under uh, shoulder height or even sort of breast height here. So there's little protective equipment and it's a contact sport. It is a hard sport. Um, however, I've been playing for 22 years um, and I've been playing for eight different rugby teams for 22 years. And touch wood, fortunately, I haven't really suffered uh, a terrible injury. I've injured my knee, I've broken my finger, I've twisted my ankle. 
But in 22 years of playing every single week, three, four times a week, that is very, very good. A lot of people are afraid of it. But really in rugby, all you need to do is go and meet a bunch of people, have a bit of fun, learn the correct tackling technique to protect your head, and you'll be fine. It is a game for all shapes and sizes, which is why I absolutely love it. Uh, Essie prefers football, that's absolutely fine. I'm also a big lover of football as well, and I can understand why people love football. Um, but for me, the way that rugby is complicated, and we have people that are, I'm not that big, I'm not that tall. I have people that are over two meters tall that I have to tackle, and afterwards we're friends. I have people that are 120 kilos I have to tackle, and after the game, they might have really like, hurt me on the field, and after the game we're friends. This is what I love about rugby, which you might not get in many other sports. It's not too violent, uh, very mouthy. It's just a way, um, it's a controlled like aggression, if you like, a controlled way of using your force and momentum. But if you know how to play, if you can learn it and you want to love it, um, anybody can get good at it. Anybody can learn how to make friends through rugby. There is also, let's just finish off with this, there's also touch rugby, which is no contact, and the aim of the game is exactly the same. Try to score tries without being stopped or touched. All we do in touch rugby is you touch each other on the hips or somewhere around here with two hands. If you get touched, you have to stop and pass the ball. No contact, and everybody can enjoy this. Guys, this has been my introduction to rugby. I absolutely love it. I could speak about it all day long with you. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed it. Maybe we can get in contact in the future if you are interested. But for now, that is going to be it from me. There'll be another stream from me on Friday. Hopefully we see you there. Take care of yourselves. Dopamine prefers chess. I also do like chess. Um, Sergo, I am from Cambridge in England. The famous crunch, Aldrich. You've got the name Aldrit, which is a, a, an incredible French player, has that same name. Um, and he is good at crunching people, yes. Um, I also love chess, and no worries about answering you, uh, Vero. I'm happy to answer any questions in the chat. Guys, you've been training with Tom. I hope you have enjoyed the stream. I've got two more coming up on Friday, and I hope to see you then. Until then, take care of yourselves, and bye-bye. Stay safe.